This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get to Neil Greenberg. You know him as writer for the Washington Post, covers sports analytics, and a member of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. We know Neil does a brilliant job with Post. Neil, good morning to you. And, you know, you're a big horse racing guy. I read your articles all the time on Sports Betty. When did you first get into the ponies? Oh, wow. Um, I was really little. Um, I remember um, I was, my mom took me to the, uh, to Aqueduct when I was really, when I was really little, Um, like five, maybe six, seven years old. And, um, but the first horse that did it for me was a horse called Miner's Mark at Belmont. It was the last race of the day. It was one of my like first times being on the, at the track on my own as an adult. I was with a friend of mine and, um, we hit 25 to one and it raced a lot of losses that day. Um, and that, that was a day that really got me hooked because I saw, um, you know, how, how fun it could be. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so horse racing probably for what, three decades now almost. Wow. Neil, when you look back at that and you talk about hitting a 25 to one <laughs> that can erase a lot of losses, I think that's one of the things that people who, maybe gamble on sports, you know, basketball, football, whatever it is, don't understand that the, the horse racing side of things is a completely different animal. So how do you go back and forth between the two of regular betting on whether it's NHL or NBA and then trying to handicap horses? Two different yeah, things. Yeah, so horses, like you said, are much different. It's a paramutual game, <clears throat> meaning that the public is actually setting the prices. Um, and you – you can like you know if you if you win one twenty five to one on a day nine races um, you're going to be ahead right because you could be one and eight but you still have that twenty five to one um, so you, those are the type of horses that I look for I, I'm not someone that'll play a favorite um, I I look for horses that uh, you know try to anticipate change it's not an easy game any by any means. And it's been a lot harder lately because the, the recreational better is largely gone. Um, you have mostly computer teams against sophisticated betters. Um, so the edge is a, is a lot less than it was. And the information that's available now is, I mean, it's just, it's like a fire hose of information. So you just have to be, um, you just have to be systematic. And I, and I find more success at the smaller tracks, um, which is on a regular race day. Um, because those are those are the ones that um, you know I, I don't think have has much scrutiny on. Um, so it's really a, it's a much different game now than it was before. Um, and now the Kentucky Derby is also different. I mean, you you have you have these horses that are are 
are looking to route, not necessarily sprint like you did uh, years ago. So it's uh, the whole game has changed. We're talking to Neil Greenberg, writer for the Washington Post, who covers sports analytics and definitely knows the ponies. So, Neil, when you look at the Derby on Saturday, Forte, the current favorite at 3-1, to one, four grade one wins this season. A couple questions for you. What makes Forte the horse to beat? And, and when you're handicapping, I mean, you've seen a racing sheet, obviously. For a casual gambler, what are just some basic things to focus on? Because you can really get lost in the numbers and the different things you can look at when it comes to the ponies. Yeah, so Forte um, is what we call the juvenile champion, meaning he won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile as a two-year-old um, last year at Keeneland. And those are typically the horses that are are positioned to be the favorites for the Kentucky Derby. The horses won uh, five straight. Last two were uh, graded stakes wins, ending with the Florida Derby. Um, had the most points. Uh, you have to qualify to get into the Kentucky Derby by winning races. Um, and he had the most points. Um, so he's a, you know, his record is uh, six and seven lifetime. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just done everything that you, you've asked him to do. He's stretched out and won. Um, I personally am not a big fan of Forte. He won't be on any of my tickets on on Saturday. Um, I, the Florida Derby especially is the is the race that really bugs me. Um, because I, the field of horses, there were 11 of the horses in that race. Most, most of them were maiden winners, meaning that they, they've only won one race in their career. Um, so it's a, it's a quality of competition thing for me with Forte. I'm just not impressed by that, by that win by any means, you know, as far as a, a a handicapper that's, or someone that's looking to, to look at the Kentucky Derby for the first time, I actually have an article kind of going step-by-step of, of how to handicap the Kentucky Derby specifically. Um, I have other articles of how I go about handicapping a, a race in general. And, um, you know, there's there's a couple components. There's the, the class of the horse, there's the speed of the horse, and then there's the pace of the race. You know, you want to look at who the horse has beaten before, like what's the highest level of competition he's had success with. You know, how fast did he go in that race? And is that comparable to today's field? Um, and then the pace, right? Is it going to be a, a race where there's a lot of horses up front setting the stage for someone to come from further back? Or is it a slower race where any horse with good tactical speed can just kind of run away with it? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anil, you've disappointed me because one of my bets was going to have Forte and a box along with a couple other horses. And the horse that I think can win is two fills. I like the closing speed. I'm not a horse guy like you are, but I've read a couple of articles on him, and he seems like a guy that, or a horse that if he's there late, he's got the closing speed. Am I wrong? Should two fills not be in my trifecta either? Uh, I actually like, I mean, I don't want to talk you out of any horse. So if you like Forte, by all means, use him. He's, he's just not a horse that I'm, that I'm into. Um, I have said this before about two fills. <clears throat> I think this horse is very dangerous in this race. And I I think if he wins this race, and it's going to be hard for him, but I think if he wins the Kentucky Derby, uh, we have a potential Triple Crown champion because he's really built for the Belmont. 
And um, I think if he can win the Kentucky Derby, like you said, maybe he gets a favorable trip. Um, he he could do something very special. So if I had to pick a, a triple crown winner right now at the onset, um, it would be two fills without a doubt, without even – I wouldn't even consider another horse. Um, the challenge with two fills is um, his, his last races, I, I'm just not – I, I'm a little bit concerned about uh, his last race. It was it was pretty slow, um, his last race on the dirt, I should say. He did great on the synthetic surface um, at Turfway Park, uh, which is expected considering he's a, he's a son of Hardspun. Um, but uh, the Rising Star Stakes was a really slow um, – it, it, it was slow to the second call. It was slow final. Um, that concerns me a little bit. Um, but, again, I think that uh, – you know, look, an 8-1 to one, one last year. So I think if two fills can eke it out, um, I think he's got the potential for a triple crown. Neil, what's a dark horse here that, and no pun intended, but but maybe a long shot here that you think, okay, I heard myself say that. I was like, oh, God, Jenkins, that's, that's terrible. Oh, God. I, yeah, we'll just, uh, we, 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 we put this on YouTube. We'll just, we'll just cut that little part out. But, you know, Neil, when you, when you look at maybe a horse that can maybe win you some big money, potentially, who would that horse be? Well, I've been on confidence game from the beginning. He was 20 to 1 on the morning line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure he'll go off at 20 to 1. Um, at post time, but he's got really good early speed, did great in the slop. Um, he uh, he can close. He's got really good pedigree. Um, I think confidence game. And also Skinner. <clears throat> Skinner's another horse um, that can pick up the pieces if there's a speed duel up front. Um, I, I think he's got a, a really good shot. Came out of a really good race, his last race. Um, didn't win it, but uh, it was fast to the second call, which is the half-mile mark. It was a fast race overall. He's actually been in a bunch of, of, of those type of races and has hit the board in the last three. And, um, kind of got off to a slow start as a two-year-old, but uh, seems to be hitting his stride as a three-year-old. Maybe he's a late bloomer. Um, so I think Skinner is uh, is one. And also a horse that's getting like a lot of attention from analytical types is the, the number one horse, Hit Show. Um, came in uh, second in the Wood Memorial by a nose, had a pretty strong race there. Um, I've seen fair value odds on this horse uh, around 6-7 to 1, uh, but the morning line was, uh, I think, 20-30 to 1. Um, so that's another horse that uh, I think a lot of people are discounting because he's coming out of the first post position, which historically hasn't been great. But they changed that uh, two years ago. Um, so I think uh, Hit Show is another horse. I- I'm not quite sold on him as a winner, but you know we're talking about you know building like an exacto or, or a trifecta type bet. Um, I think Hit Show is uh, is a really good horse to add in. Yeah, I want to jump to hockey real quick. Uh, we got a couple minutes here left. No more Avalanche. No more Bruins. Who's your favorite to win it in the NHL? You know, the Hurricanes are, are looking good. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they're, um, they're pretty solid. And they, and they do a lot of the things that, that you want to see, uh, you know, a good hockey team do in terms of, uh, you know, control the puck and, and those type of things. They're up 2-0 on Toronto. Um, they're, they, they had a good series going in. Um, they're going to be, you know, kind of – I guess I have a soft spot for them in, in general because they're one of the first teams to embrace analytics. Um, I actually know the 
the the head of analytics there. I'm, I'm very happy for him that they're having success. Um, you know, blew the doors off the the Devils in the first game, and um, you know, I don't know if the Devils are going to be much of a of a match for them. So uh, I kind of like Carolina. He is a writer for the Washington Post covering sports analytics and a member of the Professional Hockey Writers Association. It is our friend Neil Greenberg. Neil, always great to talk to you, and thanks for the insight, my friend. Sure thing. Good luck on Saturday. Well, good luck in general, but good luck on Saturday. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.